be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. At that time, the Lord appointed 72 others whom he sent ahead of him in pairs to every town and place he intended to visit. He said to them, the harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. Go on your way. Behold, I am sending you like lambs among wolves. Carry no money bag, no sack, no sandals, and greet no one along the way. Into whatever house you enter first, say, peace to this household. If a peaceful person lives there, your peace will rest on him. But if not, it will return to you. Say, stay in the same house and eat and drink what is offered to you, for the laborer deserves his payment. Do not move about from one house to another. Whatever town you enter and they welcome you, eat what is set before you. Cure the sick in it and say to them, the kingdom of God is at hand for you. Whatever town you enter and they do not receive you, go out into the streets and say, the dust of your town that clings to our feet, even that we shake off against you. Yet know this, the kingdom of God is at hand. For I tell you, it will be more tolerable for Sodom on that day than for that town. The 72 returned rejoicing and said, Lord, even the demons are subject to us because of your name. Jesus said, I have observed Satan fall like lightning from the sky. Behold, I have given you the power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and upon the full force of the enemy, and nothing will harm you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice because the spirits are subject to you but rejoice because your names are written in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise we expect Jesus to be a person that's going to come and give us peace, come and give us love, come and give us kindness, joy, happiness, satisfaction. Right? Okay, you're doing a little better than the other two masses I had. Are you awake? I'm not. We expect Jesus to do all these things for us. We expect him to be this person that's going to come and bring happiness and joy and bunny rabbits and flowers and candy and wonderful things. And yet here in our gospel reading today, he says something to us that for as long as I've ever read it, always made me think if you had no faith and you read this line, you would be confused. You'd be disappointed. And what I'm talking about here is when Jesus says, I am sending you like lambs among wolves. What happens when a wolf is hungry and there's a lamb nearby? Well, it pats the little lamb on the head and says, you keep eating the grass, I'll eat the grass over here, right? Jesus Christ is telling us that he is sending us, those commissioned by his Holy Spirit, those commissioned by him to go into the world and proclaim the good news, that he is sending us like lambs among wolves. 
My brothers and sisters, that is the cost of discipleship for us. We are being sent into a world commissioned by Christ to die. Now, we just celebrated in our country the 4th of July. We celebrated a day where we were removed from all the corruption and the evil things of her, holy, her queenship, the lovely crown. God save our queen. But we were given the freedom to worship, to worship without fear, to worship without cost. And yet, we seem to have forgotten that. Our brothers and sisters, our Christian brothers and sisters throughout the world suffer. They suffer and die for their faith. We don't have to do that. And yet if we look around our world, we see, especially our world here in the United States, here in Meadville, here in our diocese, less and less people coming to church, less and less people committing their life to Christ. And it's sad because our brothers and sisters throughout the world are laying down their lives to enter their churches out of fear that they might be the next martyrs. But it's a fear that is joyful. Jesus says he is sending us like lambs among wolves. And remember, he is the great lamb that was sacrificed, that was led to the slaughter. And so he says to us, I'm sending you like lambs among wolves. It sounds rather bleak, rather dismal, depressing. Because you see, not only do we have to lay down our actual lives, but we who are lucky and are not being persecuted openly don't have to always think about, when am I going to die? Death is a scary thing. But it's only scary if you don't think about it, if you don't pray about it, if you don't allow the Lord into that moment of experience. It can be a very joyful thing. We pray to St. Joseph for a happy death. And so we don't have to worry about coming to church, I pray. We don't have to worry about coming to church out of fear that something might happen. But we should always remember that we have to die to self, die to our wants, our wishes, our will. For as Christ said, Lord, let this cup pass me by, but not my will be done, but yours. Once again, bleak, dismal, sad, depressing. We don't expect a Lord in that. We expect him to do just the opposite. But in this, in this promise to us of our commissioning, of our discipleship, he makes another promise to us. He says, I have given you the power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and upon the full force of the enemy and nothing will harm you. Do not rejoice because the spirits are subject to you. Rejoice because your name is written in heaven. That's where the peace comes in. That's where the joy comes in. My brothers and sisters, our lives will end here on earth. The Lord will call us to himself at some point. 
when we don't know and we don't get to decide. But he made sure to remind us that even in those dark, depressing moments, even in those bleak areas of life, there is still hope, there is still joy, there is still peace. And that is the peace that he tells us here. Not because through his name we can do great things, not because through faith we have so much in him, but because he died for us, and he laid in the tomb for us, and he rose from the dead for us, all because our names are written in heaven. So we will go out. We will go out from these doors, from this building, from our churches, from our safety, from our comfort zone. We will step outside of ourselves and we will follow Christ every day of our life, only if we choose to do so. And if we choose to do so, he reminds us, blessed are you because your names are written in heaven. Let us always keep that in mind, that when we experience the unfairness of life, the difficulty of life, the sadness, the loss, the anxiety, the depression, there is still hope. There is still opportunity. There is still the Lord calling us home to himself in heaven.